Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And, and what a weekend we had in wrestling. And I was thinking about, man, what, what are the big topics? And I was kind of rattling off a list. And I feel like Makai Lewis, lose, an NCAA champion losing was like the ninth most insane thing on the list. Um, as has been uh, hacks away a little bit. <laughs> this has been... I have the- infection, got a loogie up, but I, I, I laughed because my wife, we ran out of coffee and she went and got me, and she wrote Pookie Bear, as, assuming Aww. that maybe I would accidentally show it and then you guys would mock me. <laughs> That's adorable. <clears throat> Way to get ahead of that uh, one. Everyone's hacking up a storm here. You know what I thought today, Christian? I thought, no tangents. No bullshit tangents because we need to talk wrestling because there was so much of it today. There was so much, but also don't try to live my life. (laughs) It's my life. Don't tangents. Stay focused. This has been like the craziest regular season weekend I can just about ever remember. I'm dead serious. It's it's up there for an insane, insane weekend. It wasn't just like a tournament or a happening like. Iowa, Iowa State was pretty insane. I, honestly, it was very epic, but it wasn't like a, there weren't crazy, kind of crazy chalk. upsets. What'd you say? A little bit. It was kind of to chalk. Like it was kind of how we went. Well, I mean, my picks were good. I don't know about JD's, but it kind JD's of went had to be terrible. Go. Mine were good. What do you mean? Really? You did yeah. good? They weren't. Not your Iowa, Iowa State picks. They were fine. You only got four. You were four and four. That's fine. You went. No, you actually went four and five because you picked Iowa State. Yeah, well, you got to believe in something. So let's go. Um, let's start there. Let's start with the Iowa Iowa State duel. It was so anticipated. It lived up to the hype. It was an and that was against a spread, by the way. Oh my gosh, not straight up. Uh okay. I'll keep going. Uh, the <laughs> duel was was great, and we saw right away. Well. The the sheet comes out the day of, and you see Spencer Lee's name on it, and then it's like, okay, he's for sure going to be going. That oh yeah, yeah that that shifted the uh, the gambling line eight points in official oh, yeah. books that uh, had the line. So he comes out, and it's a pretty typical Spencer Lee first period takedown. Actually, it was sort of surprising that Kabamban got the escape right away when, when he got in, but it was like the way he got the takedown, he wasn't like in a position to get that breakdown. But then he gets yeah. another one, a couple turns, and he's got. 12 points in the first period and you know 
obviously first time on the mat since a year ago, 11 months after double ACL surgery. Um, so not in like top, top Spencer Lee shape, but didn't really matter. He got the major decision to where I he think got if you're so high, tired the second third. There was that look in his eyes. I don't know if you ever noticed this look in someone's eyes, guys. When they get so tired, they get this like super tunnel visiony like thing, and you see it in their face. He was like dead tired. You could tell he did that one for the team. He definitely he did. Have been out there. He definitely did. And they, I mean, if he doesn't wrestle, they do not win. Simple as that. No. And he. He gutted it out, and he like he still got a takedown, I think, in that third period. But yeah, yeah, he hit that nice uh, throw by throw by off of Kabamban's shot. He's really good at that, among other things. <clears throat> but it was great to see him back on the mat. It was cool that he. I mean, I don't know if it's cool or what it is, but you know, no big knee brace for the first time in what feels like a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, just yep. the sleeve and a knee pad. So. Because I'm assuming we won't see him again now for a while. Because just how tired he looked, didn't look like he really want to be out there. I guess they only got they got well, Chattanooga. What do you mean? What do you mean? Didn't look. What'd you say? Didn't look like he wanted to be out there. Is that what you said? I didn't. I said didn't look like he should be out there. Oh, looked like he was okay. really tired. He probably wasn't ready to come back yet. And they said, "Hey, dude, we need you to be at Iowa State. Can you go out there for us?" And he said, "Sure." Um, but, you know, a couple more weeks of preparation because obviously mm-hmm. coming up to injury, hasn't been training super hard probably. So he's going to get in better shape and, and look better as uh, as he gets further and further away from injury. Yeah, I'd be curious to know what his workload has been like, what he's been able to do and not do up to this point. Because um, it sounds like in the summer he was like on the map, but what does on the map really mean? Yes. Means you're maybe doing some wrestling moves, but like what's the extent of his training? How much is he allowed to train? I'm sure they'll be very yeah. careful with him. You know, he's probably not running, probably biking as his main source of conditioning. And it's not yeah. fun to do for a long time every day. Yeah. And I think he's normally a runner type of guy for his conditioning. I know I've been in the room and he's now, hitting the treadmill hard. Makes you wonder how much more in shape can he get by March? I think a lot. I think every. Oh, a lot. A lot. Because if you consider the amount of time, he just hasn't probably been able to build that base of conditioning yet, or he's just now getting to where he's able to build the base. Now it's December by March. I think he'll be a completely different animal for sure. Yeah. And also I thought, you know, first he's not a big 25. Everyone knows that, but first time down to weight in that amount of time can have an impact. We know he's been lifting a lot this off season. Yeah. Put some size on. Yeah. So it could, could, it's myriad factors, and it ultimately resulted in, in a major decision for, for Spencer that if they don't have, they don't win. I mean, Caban Ban wins yep. that match probably straight up against Aiden Harris and maybe gets bonus. Caban Ban is not a, a slouch. He's a backup, but he's good. Tarakina um, was hurt a little bit, Dresser said in the press conference. He tweaked his shoulder against McKee, mm-hmm. um, but that he'll be back. In January is the plan, he said. He said he's already like back, kind of working out, but not enough to go live. Yeah, I saw we got a question. Actual cannibal, actually, I think it was. Shout out to yeah, him. a long time, long time listener and question asker. Hopefully, short time um, cannibal. True. Um, asked like something outrageous, like would Iowa State have won if Terrakina was out there? No, that Cabanaban is basically on the same level as Terrakina. Maybe not quite, but he um, who did he beat? Similar. Man. Yeah, the way the way he got pinned against McKee, it could, I mean, you know, 
you're if you're prone to getting put on your back, it's even more likely it could have gone worse for for them. And I think if you're Iowa State at the end of that one, you say, heck yeah, we'll take that. We'll take a major. Cause he did his job. Going into it, you're thinking five or six against Spencer yep. Lee. But there there was the question, like, how is Spencer going to feel? Uh, but at the end of it, he he stood the test. He got it done. When we'll see him again. It was Spen- Teske. That's who Caban Ban beat last season. So Spencer Spencer gets to win, and in the press conference he says – uh, it's it's his call whether he wrestles or not, and it'll be his call the remainder of the year. He says he likes hearing from the coaches their opinions, but he's going to be the one that, that makes the decision. So That's if we see him again, right what'd you say? It's a bold sentence. Yeah. Why do you say yeah, that? I like hearing my coaches, but I'm going to make the decision. How many other college athletes would say that? I don't know. I appreciate their input, but... I make the decisions. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe rare. in a way, maybe in a way, he's giving them air cover. It's like that way. If he comes out and has a bad performance, he's just saying like, "Hey, it's my decision. Yeah. It's my decision yeah. to wrestle." No, nah, I'm good with it. Uh, I just, you just don't hear that a lot in college athletics at all. And I was that the older generation would would hear something like that and they would hate it. And I think you know, I, I think most decisions between a college athlete and a college coach should be pushing in the same direction uh, and there shouldn't be that much conflict. Every once in a while, maybe some conflict, but not too much. Yeah. Okay. So that's 25. I'm sure we'll talk more Spencer later. Maybe 33. Uh, Adesov beat Shriver. Shriver got in, had a couple opportunities, couldn't convert, couldn't finish. And Adesov did. And that was the difference in probably mm-hmm. one of the least consequential matches of the, of the duel. Although in a duel meet, they're all very important to the overall, but Iowa State had to have 33, and they got it, and then came to, you know, one of the most anticipated, maybe the most anticipated match of of the duel, maybe of the weekend, Casey Swiderski versus Real Woods, and it's a 3-2 final, but the way you get those that 3-2 is not as conventional as you would think. It's not like a one-takedown match, two-escape type of deal. Real Woods did not get a takedown in this match. He got a stall point, and he got an escape and riding time. And yeah. Go ahead. Did we know Swierski was this deficient on bottom? Because um, he was not really anywhere all that close to an escape, I didn't feel, the whole match. I I mean, I think there's – what Real's good on top. He rode Cole Matthews yeah. the entire period in their NCAA match, entire period. So, yeah. And also, just to be honest, he's not working for a turn at any point. He's just had Correct. a deep waist and attacked the arm. So I, I thought Swierski was working reasonably. But Real got to his position where he can just keep you glued to the mat. And so you didn't like the stall call? No, I didn't like the, the stall call. The uh, second one. I, I Bad stall no. call there. And, and really, they let they let Real run straight out of bounds in the third, and they called action. And I, th- I thought that, that That's was- the worst call. That happened. It actually happened a lot of times. Um, I was just well, – because I just watched – what did I saw this morning? Oh, G. Feller and Bray, and there's the one time where in the third period, G. Feller foot sweeps him, and, you know, Lee kind of pushes back because he knows he's close to out of bounds. He doesn't get all the way out, and he turns, and he freaking keeps crawling, and they call it an action. It's like, yeah. he just literally, as, he went, as efficiently as possible, he got off the mat. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I thought I thought Swiderski should have got hit for stalling in the first. He was really floating to the edge, playing the edge against Real Woods. He should have been worn there. I don't think he should have given up the... The, the mat, the, the top-bottom stall. And 
Go ahead. I don't hate it, um, but just be consistent. If you're going to be quick trigger with the stalls, yes. I think you should have called yeah, you real too. You can't let real back out. And also, it's like sometimes, and I don't know, it probably shouldn't factor in at all, but you know Swiderski wants to get away, and it is not beneficial for him to be laying there stalling. I agree. Whereas, whereas Real Woods is absolutely benefited by backing out straight out of bounds. No, but so, even in the top, with your logic, I thought you were going to go, your logic on top, Christian. Yeah. See, so that that same thing. So like if an, one athlete was winning and one athlete was losing, and the guy on bottom was winning, he is kind of benefited by laying flat and letting the clock tick down, right? But in a zero to zero match where one guy is clearly not tired, the guy on bottom is not benefited. He does not want to be there, right? Yeah. He literally can't get out of his inability. Now that's on him to get better as an athlete, but from a stalling perspective, whereas the guy on top who's holding him there, who you're calling stalling, like you're calling stalling to benefit him is being benefited by that action kind of staying in a no movement perspective. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, I agree. Like, I think a lot of refs think about that that position incorrectly, and you just got to think about who is this action benefit. I love that you brought that up. Who is, this, who is this action benefiting right now? The fact that they're kind of like at a stalemate or not really moving. Yeah. I do think – I do feel like Swiderski was waiting for the ref to bail him out because he kept being yeah. really demonstrative with his hand like, what's he yeah. doing kind of thing. It's like – Man, you well, you got to yeah, focus so that, there. So we talk about we talk about inability. I mean, like he needs to get better there, obviously, as a wrestler, right? Yeah. But like, I literally think he just he literally couldn't get away, so he was trying to, and uh, you know, the ref shouldn't let him away, but not probably not calling for stalling, also. Yeah. Like, yeah, he didn't want to be day, there. You got to get out. Yes. Plain and simple. Agreed. Yeah, and is is he like sort of annoying the ref there? Like, kind of like not not that you're showing him up, but like he's trying to get an yeah, action yeah. from the official there, and he did it. Yeah. He did it at least twice with his hand, just sort of like when your first three, everyone automatically. He, yeah, he wanted uh he wanted to get a restart or stalling on real, but none of that was coming. I mean, that was that yeah. was a big time. I think in Carver call uh, a lot of times yeah. that probably doesn't happen elsewhere. We were listening on mute. There was another match like the watch party. Uh, did. Spencer never got called at all, right? Uh, he might he, have. He was pretty inactive in the second and third. I think he might have got warned once, remember. but I don't remember. Okay. There so, was another, there's another, maybe was it Younger and Warner? Warner went out right. of bounds once, uh, clearly. Straight out, right? I thought, yeah, straight out. Like, Bastida yeah. took him from the center. In the third period, right? Yes, was from the, the center third. to the edge and then shot him out of bounds. And yes. they called action. It and action. it was right after, the, I think, they had called Bastida. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He he did he did double unders and then Warner yep. broke away and then he shot him off. And Warner went straight out of bounds and there was yep. an action. That, that one was egregious. So <laughs> egregious. So, Real gets it done. There's an exchange of pleasantries between Casey and, and Real at the end. Real is very fired up to be an Iowa Hawkeye, you can tell. Um, yeah. But yeah, some good, injected a little more tension into the an already tense situation. Just good. Real got it done. I didn't think either one of the... No, nothing overstepped any bounds, no. in my opinion, this entire duel. It was all... It was all in good fun. Real was real was looking for looking for trouble at the end after the um yeah, after I a agree. little back and forth. He went to the corner for the handshakes and he's staring down Swiderski. But man, I mean, for real, it's like wrestling in an atmosphere like this. He's probably never been able to. So 
very excited. I think for Sudarski, like you're frustrated, and you, you like kind of like jaw a little bit one time, mm-hmm. then okay, like shut up, you lost, and then go away, you know? Yeah. Um, but Swiderski like kept it going and kept it going. And obviously as the winner Woods, as the winner, you have uh way more of a right to say something because you just beat the guy. Yes. And which which he yeah. did. Uh so it was good. Forty nine well, I, I think though I think we did still learn a lot about Swiderski in oh, this match. Sure. Uh we yeah. we got confirmation that he he's a title contender this year because of the state of hundred and forty one. Yeah. Like real was yeah. I think all of our preseason picks maybe. All three of ours. I don't yeah. remember for sure, but you win the takedown battle. You go okay. I, I feel good. I just yeah. I, I got to work on bottom. Maybe you don't go on. <laughs> yeah, because next, next time, time you want know, next time, like say, especially if Wood gets a choice and Woods goes down, and the Swordis is able to get a takedown and go up two one. He ain't going down. Probably not, not. going to happen. Yeah, probably not. And you saw the defense from Swordersky. You're like, I can fend off. You know some of his best attacks. That attack you, you can you can build on this. That attack in the first was I can't believe Real didn't convert it because he was in so deep mm-hmm. uh, and like jacked it up and Swiderski still found a way and this should this was should have been like you know full tank for for Real at that point to make the finish happen and he couldn't do it. I don't come away from that match thinking any less of Real Woods. Mm-mm. It's just confirmation that is here to compete this year. Yeah, Real's not going to light up the scoreboard on, on right. the 41 elites. He's going to win tactical matches. He's going to control center. He's going to be tough on top uh, for riding, not turning. And that's that's the blueprint for a title for, for Real, and he can win. Hey, JD, that, yes, I ben. promise it's not a tangent. This is on wrestling topic. I think Will Luan listened to our episode because he was the I know. points at CKLV. Christian, did you hear that episode? Uh-uh. Will Luan scored three points in Win or lose. sixty. Was it sixty-three percent of his matches last year? He scored exactly more than half. three points. Win or lose, he just loves scoring three points. <laughs> That's funny. You know what I did here? I heard this guy betraying the rules, the vows of being a teammate. <laughs> which, first of all, he's talking about my injury yesterday. Which, <laughs> which I'm not confirming that I heard it playing kickball because I heard it sprinting. Being an elite athlete, I sprinted. It happens to baseball players uh, all the time. I have a giant bruise on the my hamstring. Oh, it means you're old, Christian. It means you're old. That's what it means. Honestly, it's just it was it finally happened where I, uh, you know, I never warm up. I never stretch. I just go, and it was like 45 degrees probably, and I just sprinted, and it's just dumb. I'm 37, and uh, yeah, I will I will warm up moving forward. <laughs> But yeah, you're putting, uh, putting all my injuries in the streets. You know what? Um, it's fine. It's fine. I'm okay. <laughs> Not gonna let it slow me down. It was a very bad first day of CKLV traveling because I was walking like an old man. But it got it got much better. <laughs> you and Romero were limping together. Yeah, Demetrius Romero was limping at the end of CKLV. I hope he's okay. Who's not limping is Panero Johnson as he took out Max mm. Murin three one and. I felt like watching that match, first period, I was like, Muren's doing exactly what he should be doing. Like, don't play into his reattacks. Don't give him any opportunity to get a little momentum going. And I really felt like after, in the second, third period, we would see Muren pick up his attack rate, and it didn't really come. And then the third period. How many shots did he take the whole match, Christian? I'm not sure. I think it was one. I think the number's one. 
That could be the number. It's it's and, near and that it's in number. almost nine minutes because there was very little riding on either way, and we went all, we went damn near to the end of sudden victory. And what I would say is, um, I, I going into the third, Panero was getting ridden pretty well for a little bit there, and I thought, oh man, yeah. I think Mirren's maybe going to ride him out. But Johnson got away in the third. It went to um, sudden victory, and then you could tell like. At some point, I don't know when, it was maybe in the second, third, like, Muren's like, listen, I just got to get this guy to tiebreakers and I'll win. And it felt yeah. like that was the tactic he was trying to implement. And he Panero was like, I cannot go to tiebreakers. And then Panero had the exact inverse. And then late, he's like, oh, my gosh, I can't go to tiebreakers, this guy. And in the last, like, 15 seconds, like, shoot, 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 shoot. And he gets the takedown that, late. I did not buzzer. see that coming. Yeah, that's another one, guys, where you could see, like, there's a potential there. Why why shouldn't that be called for uh should be called for stalling? I mean Murin did literally no attacking in in damn near nine minutes. Yeah, it it was minimal. I mean, I think it's I I would say it was not like Panero was volume shooting out there. He was being fairly selective in his own. In, right. in overtime, in overtime, to your point, he knew he had to win in the sun victory. He probably took five attacks in overtime. He took a lot in, in overtime. Yeah. So, I mean, like in overtime, he is significantly more aggressive. And, and to that point, that's where a stall call could really be a factor because, um, you know, if he gets any, I felt like he deserved one. He'd be, if he gets a stall call against Murin, then in the, in the tiebreakers, the stall call can matter because if Murin hangs onto a leg, it's a, war, a point versus a warning. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, so, Panero gets the win there, and, and Iowa State's immediately back back in the match. Um, I don't know if, if or do you guys have any other other thoughts on the on this bout? I was really surprised um, he was able to get this late. Panero is all the. I mean, like I have no more questions about his cardio issues. He went nine minutes in Carver Hawkeye and was wrestling hard at the end of the nine minutes. Like, yeah. I think he probably has that figured out. I don't really know what happened against Grandview. But it seems like for the big matches, he's wrestled hard the entirety of the match. Um, his his attacks are good. I mean, like that last that last single hit was really smooth. Um, yeah, I think he's a problem for pretty much everyone at this weight class. And it wasn't the. Uh, it's not like he got in so deep and it was just the cleanest finish ever. He had to kind of like wrestle through the position and out sort of out win the the counter scramble that Murin was throwing at him, which I thought was yeah. Pretty impressive too. So he's yeah. he's the real deal. I mean, where do you rank this guy? He's beaten Max Murin and Austin Gomez now. Got to top five now, right? Yeah. I mean, do you, does he go ahead of? I mean, he should go ahead of a, a Kyle Parko, in my opinion. Um. Uh. Yeah, because Parko just lost a Sasso. Parko did beat I mean, Milner. Because so if he goes like, ahead of Kyle Parko, you got to put him ahead of Austin Gomez. I think you might just you number might. two. <laughs> He beat Gomez. Yeah. Panero Johnson, number two, maybe. Panero Johnson, number one, ahead of the guy who beat number one. <laughs> Honestly, it's let's, let's change the sentence completely. It's Panero Johnson Hodgewatch right now. He's coming. Well, I mean, he's he, just for the mid-bonus. Honestly, if Yanni doesn't start looking better, could he challenge Yanni? I'm, I'm not ruling it out. I mean, yeah, he beat Gomez decisively. Gomez beat Yanni decisively. Um, I think if you would have told me that sentence like two months ago, I would have said you're a freaking lunatic. Um, but you tell me that sentence now, and I'm like, eh, maybe we'll see it. Challenge for sure. What What's interesting about um, 
you know, Panero or in, in this time of year for rankings is you've got, you're still sort of looking at last year. That's like informing a lot of it. But at some point the, the sw- you got to get beyond that. And it's like, man, this year is this year. And this is what mattered. And like, are we really going to hammer this guy for a red shirt, gray shirt year result when, all right, now when it matters, he's not losing, he's winning. And he's not just, yeah. it's not just one win. Now he's got two really top, top 10 wins. Yeah. One of them over the, number two guy in the country. No, I would, I would definitely not. I mean, these, when the guys come in their first year, I would almost, I don't want to say never, but I wouldn't count their last year's results against them too heavily. They've just, a lot of these guys improved so much over the course of uh, uh, their first year at college. And it's like, now what's his body of work this year? And his body of work this year is really good. He's beaten two really, really highly ranked guys. I think you got to rank him. I don't know. Two kind of makes sense when you guys say it. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought that immediately, but when you say it, it makes sense for sure. Every, everyone, he's had opportunities to lose and he hasn't. And these guys, it's not like he's passing undefeated people. He's, he'd be passing yep. someone he beat this year. Was he um, the only passing, Sammy Sasso lost that. to Caleb Henson this year. Yeah, I think, uh, wait, he's the only undefeated really good guy at 149 left, right? Yes. He is. I mean, I don't know. Has Mahler lost yet? No, he lost to Parco, yeah. Yeah, Mahler lost to Parco. Yeah, I mean, I think they're all They all Gomez. have a lot to go. But make him number one. Gomez. I'll say uh-huh. it. <laughs> Milner uh-huh. lost, Parco lost, Sasso lost, Murin lost, Yaya lost, Brock Mahler lost. It's the real yeah, deal, Bubba. Only... What? He's the real deal, Bubba. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. you go deeper, Zap Henson. It is crazy. It's December four, five, and they all have a loss except him. Yeah. I mean, what do you want? What, nice. what else you got to do? Yeah. I'm, I'm talking to JD because he's, he's, he's and Kozak <laughs> are the ranker. Like, why? How do you how do you hold him back? These guys lost matches. Yep. Sammy Sessel lost to Caleb Henson. That happened. That's documented. And he lost to Austin Gomez. That counts in the rankings. That does. And he beat Austin Gomez. What else yep. do you got to do? Why do you hate the Cyclones? I love are the you Cyclones. Re- I think you're reverse ranking right now. I think you're, I think you're scared that people will, will look, cite you as a, as look, a Cyclone. Look, he beat Austin. He'll go up. Oh, guys, did you guys realize this? What? Collegiate duels, December 19th, Cornell <laughs> versus Iowa State. Oh, boy. I'm Ariani oh Russell. Oh, look at that match. Let's go. Will Yanni Russell? No. He's right. Come on, Yanni. That's this weekend. I know, but weekend. you know, you know how they are. I hope he does really bad. I really hope he does. There's gonna be a lot of Cyclone fans angry if Panera doesn't get that match. And well, there's gonna be a lot of NCAA wrestling fans if Panero's number two and Yanni's number one and Yanni doesn't wrestle. I'm I'm big. I'm high yeah. on Panero getting a higher ranking, but I I am not elevating that to thing status. Not a thing. Yanni versus Panero. I'm not there. Uh, it's a thing, Christian. I it's think, a thing. I think wow. none of us are going to pick it, but it's a thing. We'll not pick and it's a thing because you are absolutely going to be tuning into that match live if it happens. Oh yeah. <laughs> Put a oh, farm yeah. on it, Christian. I bet you won't. What'd you say? Put Is a that a farm bet? It. Yanni farm bet? Yes. It's, uh, yes. Yanni versus Panero no, you straight won't. up. <laughs> yeah. That's because you just know you don't actually have to pay out any farms because last time you lost all them damn farms, you didn't pay <laughs> No, I've been accumulating agriculture. <laughs> Listen, I won the farms last year. I won all your farms. You have no more land. I just you won, the I won last week. I'm, 
You have I to rename Funky Fresh weeks. Farms. <laughs> this is it's Piles Acres now. No longer Funky Fresh Farms. Hey, I'm going. I'm going to Boston next week. I'll be live from Boston on Wednesday. My buddy Truman McGee, Funky Fresh Spring Rolls. Mass production begins next week. Let's do it. Okay, there we go. Very related to the topic at hand. (laughs) Funky Fresh Farms producing some mass-produced spring rolls. Yeah, and they're mine, and I'm getting all the benefits. (laughs) Okay, Kobe Seabrick continues to win matches by bonus point victories. Jason Crazer was um, a big help in that. At the end, when he tried to, why, why you get desperate? You couldn't get desperate ten seconds later. To yeah, avoid giving up. The he game. really threaded the needle for major decision self destruction <laughs> there to like um, basically take himself down and then get give up the riding time and yeah, not it didn't matter in the duel, but he, at fifty seven, you're thinking we should not we should we could win and we should not get bonused and neither happened both coaches at the end of the duel said it came down to bonus points because matches went 5 and 5 and obviously mm-hmm. Iowa got bonus but in my opinion you, you don't think that's the case no i, I if you flip <laughs> if you flip 140 like you're going to get bonus at 125 so like in my opinion Kabanban went out there and did his job mm-hmm. so it it came down to Iowa one one forty one. That, that to me, like that was the that Iowa was the State needed to win six matches to win this duel. Yes, yeah. yeah. When Spencer's getting bonus points, um, and Spencer came out, did his job, gave up, got bonus points. Like, where was the where was the third point? Um, seventy four, fifty seven, yeah. twenty five. Uh, man, no, I I gotta that disagree. But Spen- but if oh, Spencer gets his bonus points, got- they still win. No, listen, hold on. For playing the hypothetical game, fifty-seven should not be a major decision for Iowa State. Sixty-five no. should be theoretically. No, we all bet. We all bet line, that I line. didn't set the line at major decision. Should meaning it's, it's if you're Iowa State, you're thinking you should get the bonus point. Kevin Dresser said we should have got the bonus point. He was up. Well, he did slow he down. He could have pushed. He, he was up. Big. Hold on. The you said JD set the line at two and a half. And we all still bet on Kennedy. No one thought Carr was getting bonus there. But in the second period, it looked like going it should be. Sure, but and going into the match, going into the match versus as the match is happening, right? Going into the match, we all thought it was gonna be closer than two and a half points. Okay, well, we all know now where the two stand. And based okay. on that match, it, it was certainly possible that David Carr get a major decision there. 157, sure. they should not Fair. be giving up a major decision there. Okay. Agreed. 174. MJ Gaetan was, I mean, the things he was attempting were just, was just. I mean, I get what they were trying. He's the best guy in their room, but you're not thinking you're giving up bonus points there. So I think it it really did come down to the bonus points. You're also thinking five or six from Spencer Lee, probably. But there <laughs> there was an element of kind of what we saw, like well maybe, but first match in a the year there was, you know. He's had, yeah. like he I, had think the I, thought, I think I thought Iowa State had to win six matches to win the duel, for sure. Very, very possible. But I think there was a path. There was a, all right, here's my point, whole point. There was a very reasonable 5-5 five, sure. five path for Iowa State. I, don't, I disagree. I disagree. Going into the duel, not, at, not as the duel is playing out, Christian, but going into the duel, if you would have said it to me, I would have said there's not. Iowa, Iowa is so much more likely to get bonus. And really, of, of the five matches Iowa State won, 
I would say the only one they had a chance at bonus would have been 65. And then you could say the, the same thing about Cassiope. Cassiope should have gotten the major. He almost. That too. And he almost. He's I know that's what. Up. Oh, he, uh, he had that sucker locked up. I about jumped out of my, my seat. You need to, when you get that, you need to grip it and rip it. You, that's not a position you. He needed not to against just, Cassiope. He needed to too strong. His, back, his back arm was too high. He can't cradle up there. No, you can. I'll uh, I'll get into the mechanics later, Ben. Um, but it's, <laughs> it, bra- it's, it breaks my four cradle. I have four cradle rules, and it breaks one of my cradle rules. Well, well, I want to know the rules. You want to know them right now? Yeah, I'll tell you. Number one is elbow creases on yeah. the neck and the knee. Neck and knee is is inside outside or any kind of cradle inside. Outside I knew that one. So elbow creases there. Number two. Would be a lock. The lock has two parts to it. Lock is never any thumb. So I go here, here, or anywhere up in here. And then number two part of the lock is it's a zip tie, right? So as I crunch them, it can get tighter and tighter and tighter, but it never it locks in, right? It never loosens like a zip tie. So I can crunch them. Number three would be collarbone on the cradle line. So the, the rule it violate, well, it actually violated two rules. Number one, he, his elbow wasn't behind the knee, which it needs to be. And number two, his chest was significantly too high, right? Because if your chest is too high or on the outside cradle will be too low, right? Too much towards their body. You're never going to be able to expose their shoulder to actually pin them. You're going to be covering their shoulders. So there'll be no pin possible. Plus it's harder to hold. Um, and then number four is squeeze. Because a lot of kids just kind of squeeze their hands like this and you got to like try to kill them, you know, like crunch them. Got it. So those are the four credit rules. That's a freebie there, folks. Four four rules. Yeah. I have I have nine rules to my cradle and uh but they're they're behind the paywall. So if you want five more rules, <laughs> sign up uh, today. There you go. That's a that's a good marketing play right there. <laughs> I do a full cradle DVD on Wrestling Fanatics. Shout out to them. Check it out. Okay. I've I've owned I owned uh several of your DVDs back when they were actually I did my DVDs. original ones. I did my original ones with, um, oh my Championship God, Productions. Yes, correct. And you know what? I just, I searched my book the other day on Amazon. Um, hey, great Christmas present, everyone. Christian, did you open it and read it yet? I sent Christian a signed copy and he's like, you didn't sign it? And I'm like, I effing did, Christian, you're full of crap. And it, he did it then. He didn't actually open the book. This was, wow. this was signed about well. I, I had... I had my. I, I, had I told you to start cracking the book. <laughs> I had yeah. told. I I had set aside time to read it, and then my wife the book didn't come, and the writing. book didn't come. Did you write me a personalized note, or did you just sign it like I'm some fan? Yeah, I actually did. You still haven't looked at it. You're admitting you still haven't looked. Oh my god! I, I'm gonna read. JD, I, go steal his book, and I'm gonna cross his out, and I'm gonna write it. Write a personalized I'll read your note book. to you. It would be an honor. <laughs> I'm gonna what read a it. Terrible... <laughs> I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read everything. I'm We're not even sure Chris knows how to read at this point. I can read. Uh, actually, <laughs> that's my, unconfirmed. My son judges me so hard because my kids read constantly. They read. They knock out big knot. Like they love to read. And Caleb's like, "When's the last time you read a book?" And he, I was like, "Man, I honestly, I'm not sure." Uh, he's like, that is sad. <laughs> well, son, this was probably a year or two ago, too. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, that's too funny. I know. Sorry. Um, I read podcasts with my ears. 57, we talked about Kobe's uh, 
Yeah. He's he's a good guy to have in dual meets, that's for sure. Um he's been helpful. Car Kennedy, it looked like Car might have a shot at the major, but Kennedy Kennedy's a tough guy and he's not gonna fade over the course of a match. Yeah, and I thought David fine he'd been wrestling a little tight mm-hmm. um this this the season, which is why I put the line as close as I did, and David covered that. I thought he looked really good. I would have liked to see him Continue that in the third period and, and push for that major, which he didn't, but David looks solid. I came away actually really impressed with Nelson at, at 74, even just for him to come out aggressive like that. Yeah, after coming out so close uh, last week when, when he came out, and yeah. he came out guns ablaze and got that takedown in the first 10 seconds, and it was like, he's not going to lose this match. No, no way. And, you know, Coach Dresser said, he's like, you know, Gaetan. Beats all our guys in the room. He listened we, to me on FRL the other day. Yeah. Yeah, because I said... Terrible advice. <laughs> Broderson's not getting majored, I don't think. Th- that didn't make it. It oh. didn't make a difference in the duel. You can't say that. It all makes a difference. It all the pieces matter. Lester Freeman, The Wire. No, yeah, you, can, you can literally say if he gives up a regular decision here, Iowa State still loses. You can say that. You can't. Yeah. You, what you, you can also say, MJ Guyton... They thought pre-duel gave them a better chance to win this match. And you can say for certainty, if they win this match, they win the duel. Well, they were they were wrong. And who's to say if if Broderson... It's, it's not necessarily wrong that Guyton gives them a better chance to win versus Broderson. A, a, an, un, an undersized scrambler against a super solid, strong guy, Nelson Brands, is, is not their best option to win that match, I don't think. He might be the better yeah, wrestler. That- that doesn't mean he's the better option. And it's hindsight now, right? Obviously, I can say that now after the match happens. But it was out. it's also true. I, I, don't, I don't know that for a fact. Because you, you can wrestle wrestling matches like this where Divine wrestled him to a, an overtime match. But Nelson Brands is going to win that match 90% of the time. There can be close matches in wrestling where one guy will win. It will be the same outcome 90% of the time. Whereas somebody can get majored, but they are going to win 75% of the, or they like somebody can get majored and they will win the match 20% of the time. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? I, yeah, I see what you're saying. But um, if you're in a lot of these three, one type of things, it can, it can break the other way. It can, yeah. but there are times where it just doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Look at Willow on. Uh, Look at him. Man, it's uh dude, it's so crazy how Iowa State has like they got like nine one seventy fours who are like NCAA qualifier level, but none that are <laughs> very far above that. Yeah. So there's so many. All right, so eighty four. Eighty four uh, Sod wrestled significantly closer than I thought he was gonna be. Yeah, and uh, Dresser said as much. Like, man, we got to open up more there. He's like, that's the one match I feel like we really oh, clawed me for that point and a half line. I know, yep. I know, it was wrong. And the sub covered. He did, he did cover, and he had some opportunities too. He he has a hard time finishing. I noticed <laughs> that even in his uh, in his earlier duels this year, like he can he really does a good job of getting in, but finishing's tough for him. And Coleman's really hard guy to finish on. Yes, um, but he wins, and then Bastida gets two takedowns against Warner. He Kisses did, and tongues his way to victory. He kissed, <laughs> yeah. 
He was ta- <laughs> he was dying. Well, you know, him and Warner, I think, had a little back and forth there. And yeah, I just rewatched yeah. that uh, third period stall that that wasn't called. That was pretty obvious. So bad, right? Anymore. He backed straight out of bounds. Um, Literally straight out of bounds. And it, I don't think Jacob hadn't been warned there. So just no, it, it wouldn't have come into but just play hit, at all. but just hit, so hit him exactly. So yeah, I don't know why they don't. There, but there was a bunch of scenarios like that this week when I was watching, and I feel like I don't know why refs missed that. It's like they're way more likely to call a push out of bounds than someone who's who's literally evading a takedown. Like well, the person is literally evading the takedown, and you know I brought the Brayton Lee example also, and they won't call it. It's so bizarre. There in that instance, if Warner is winning or. He's not a hot guy in Carver Arena. That gets called, in my opinion. Sure. Probably, man. It doesn't get called because he is losing. Man, I watched a whole weekend at CKLV, and I didn't see any stall calls like that missed the whole time. I think that's just an environment type of thing. And yeah, I don't know. And, and you're crazy if you don't think that the the atmosphere and the coaches have an impact on it how matters. these refs call match. It, it really does. Thousands and. Uh, I think attendance was 14,900 some, and I'm sure 13,000 of those were Hawkeyes. Yeah. Um, and especially right there on that bench, like, that's probably why Casey Swiderski gets hit for stalling on bottom because you got. They're going crazy. Yeah, yeah crowd's going crazy. You got 13,000 people yelling, stalling, and you know they're yelling, stalling. Yeah. Too. Yeah, I think, well, I mean, that's that the difference in that match. If he doesn't get the stall point, then that match is 2 2 going overtime. And with Younger beating Warner again, not, it kind of pulls 97 into focus, which it yes. got turned on its head this say, weekend. It's not quite oh my gosh. in focus after this weekend. The focus of conversation. And hey, oh, yes, I got to yes, blow yes. my nose. I'll be back in five seconds. Oh, my gosh. The, the <laughs> amount of things <laughs> this guy <laughs> excretes. <laughs> um, Including BO. Yeah. So Dean goes Max down. Max Dean lost twice. Did you guys see that? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it's not rocket. We did. Um, oh my god! I got bad sinuses. What can I tell you? Man, not me. I wouldn't even know what that's like. I got really tiny nostril holes. My wife makes fun of me. That's why you get so tired in your matches. I don't get tired, but I used to get terrible sinus infections. Uh, but I realized dairy causes a lot of phlegm, so I stopped eating that. And then I use a neti pot, and it's much better than it used to be. So my life's good. Let's talk about Max Dean. Let us do that. He loses to Laird in a very, very close takedown. You could definitely call it controversial takedown to where people got reacquainted or for the first time introduced to the, what I think is just a dumb rule. And I talked to so, I talked to a bunch of officials that are like, it is so dumb. This rule makes no sense. Like why are there different criteria for a takedown? Because you get to rear standing. It doesn't it's make sense. Stupid. And yeah, but that's a separate conversation from what is the right call. And the second that hand touches that moment, as long as layers behind, once he gets behind and they're standing, it is a takedown. And it doesn't matter the fact that Dean created on that one. I almost motion. felt like he was on his side. Like I almost felt like he was a little bit on the side of Max Dean by the point that they hit the ground. But he, I right. saw that. I saw the freeze frame you guys showed. Um, but yeah, by the time they hit the ground, I thought he was like like almost side by side. So, also, for the record, in that freeze frame, Laird's completely hundred percent off the mat. His feet are not touching, and neither are his hands. I don't 
think or know if that comes into play, but it's of note. So once you establish that rear standing position, I, I, it changes things. So yeah, maybe you can, once you get there, you can maybe come off to the side when you're, you're lifting and putting the guy and still get the one. Um, so yeah, while he wasn't, he didn't, it's not where the position started. It didn't start with him to the side and he put him down. It started with him completely behind Max Dean. And then he lifts and puts him down. And, you know, they'll maybe look at this rule a little more closely now. Because I feel like the spirit of the sport, I think everyone kind of knows that's not really what we consider folk-style control. But they created these these rules makers love to create and write these very specific yeah, scenarios. And I don't know why they do it. It's like they it's like they hate the refs. It's also it's nice so dumb. It is also nice though that that rule leaves no room for interpretation. Um ah, you no, say that, I hate it. No, it's it's bad interpretation. There's no, because, there's no room for interpretation when you can when you allow a screenshot takedown because you can go look here right here video evidence you cannot argue this that it is rear standing yeah, and his just, hand touches it's a takedown. That is what but, I do like or appreciate about it. Can you lose rear standing status? Yeah, I'm behind you now. <laughs> I'm dead serious. You you say it's uh, oh. interpretation. Yeah, I was rear standing, and then something happened. I'm not behind you anymore. I'm sort of to the side. I'm sort of to the. It it is there is still an element of in, interpretation. So I saw this. I saw this exact call happen in the Allen Hart Jordan Titus match earlier earlier that night on Friday night. Um, and believe and me, so, Kyle Bracky brought that uh, up to me. Uh, I thought it was so dumb. Uh, Titus, Titus did the standing Gramby out of uh, Matt return, and they called the two. And it's just like freaking. I know, I, I know, my Tigers get two points, but I roll because that is such a terrible call. Um, well, yeah, the right they call. need to get rid of it as soon as possible, please. I will say that's a big time Cajonas call to make uh, against number one in Penn State. The number one wrestler in Penn State. Right I'm just there. surprised he saw it. You watch so it, fast. When I watched it live, I was like, what are they doing? And then rewatching it, you know, and you we have the benefit of slow-mo and pictures and all this stuff. It's like, okay, I see it now. But at the time I was like, man, terrible. But it and every ref we talked to is like, yeah, that's the right call. Um Yeah, it's the right call based on the rules, but it's a really stupid rule. Um Man, Michael Beard looked really good against really uh, Max Dean. I mean, he was just like – I think it was, it was four takedowns to two, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he was just so clean on all of his takedowns. You know, Dean is such a good scrambler, and he was just clean on his finishes on all of them. Um, I was really impressed with him in that match. 97s all shook up, I think. You said it was more clear. I think it's more shook up. No, I what I meant was like – pulls our focus of conversation towards night. There's no there's no clarity there on on who's in I mean who should even be number one right now. I think Younger Bastida I think Younger Bastida should be much higher. I mean he's six right now. He should pass Truax. He should pass Buchanan who's coming out. He should pass Warner who he's now beaten twice. Go Elam one, Bastida two, Dean three. That's what I would do. Because you've got got a layer loss there. Dean's got two Uh, losses. And I don't know where you put Michael Beard because he lost to Nino. Nino and Nino lost to. He didn't just lose to Nino. No, Nino has not lost. Fine. Nino's, Nino's beaten Braunagle, Beard, and Jackson Smith. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a small body of work, but he still hasn't lost. Having a good year. Yeah, he, he's Nino's looking great, and yeah, Beard, great performance there in in that match. 
the reattacks were really the difference there. Um, and I was pretty surprised. I mean, I set this line at three and a half for Max team because mm-hmm. Beard did not look great the against, Nino. yeah, against Nino. So you're thinking, wow. Uh, you said it. Did you say it after the second loss or the first loss where you think Max Steen is still the guy to beat? Uh, I said it after the second loss. Uh, there's still going to be a lot of people picking him come NCAs if he doesn't take another loss. Um, yeah. I might if be he one doesn't of the... take another loss, but guys, if he doesn't take another loss, it means he's got a whole bunch of good wins. True. Yes. And so I think there's there's the element of those guys in March. And yep. it's it's a tough thing to it's a tough thing and to he's pick already done it obviously once, which is we, and we bad. saw him lose to Kim Caffey that last season. Yes, he, this is not a man. This is not. I was going to say Yanni. I mean, although Yanni took a yeah. <laughs> he's taking a loss. Say, too, but, say Ben Askren. Yeah, this he, is. He wants us to say that he he is not an I, untouchable. I, well, I was thinking Staraki or Brooks, but um, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Eighty-seven in a row. Yanni couldn't get there. It's a tough number to get to. I don't think Brooks or uh, Staraki will get there either. Yeah, especially, well, if Starachi took his fifth year, maybe, but I don't. Sounds like maybe. he's not going to do that. It sounded like RBY wasn't going to either. Well, oh yeah, yeah. How we already knew that. We yeah. Oh, we, you we, mean yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, got it. So, uh, Bastida though did a great job against Warner and 197. I think it's Rocky. Bastida won. is so good when you get his leg in the air at defending. Yeah. That's what Dresser said like too. Got- he's like. He'll, they'll be. You just watch practice. He'll spend a half hour bouncing on a foot, and guys can't put him. Yeah, down. I've seen him. I've seen him there a lot. And on the watch party, I said right when Warner got into the leg, I go, "Bastida is so good." When he elevated it, I said, "Bastida is so good here. He will not take him down." That's so Cuban too. Like they're all weird. Like they're that crazy flexibility and strength, and they're hard to plant. Um, yes. Like you're, you're not going to horseshoe him, and then you, <laughs> eventually you're just going to get frustrated and like. Try and dive at that ankle, and then he's going to split sprawl, and you're not going to get it. For Warner, I I thought he looked really good getting to the leg. Uh, He had some really nice attacks on Younger that I wouldn't have expected him to to get as easily as he did, but just finishing on that guy is another is a problem. I'm really curious to see where Younger's at underneath, and he didn't go under, and he didn't have a— He did save you a pie to the face by not getting a tilt. Oh yeah, did I say, <laughs> is that what I said? Why were we talking about younger tilting Jacob Warner? Because oh, because oh yeah, Warner because got Warner got tilted. Yeah, it's like Cole Cole Urban got killed by uh, Amos this weekend. I didn't watch the match. I saw the score though. Yeah, he he's a he's an interesting guy. And Corbin um, is six and five on near, but he almost beat Jacob Warner. Yeah, he he Oof. super did. Cassiope beat Skyler nine to two, which is an improvement for Skyler who got DQ'd last year. Yeah, um, but yeah, he did spend a lot of tummy time in the first period, though. Yeah, he's Cassiope's a tough guy. Skyler's good, but man, made everybody hold their breath for a second when he locked up that crate. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Okay, that was Iowa State Iowa. So we've hit ten of the thousands of matches that happened this weekend. So we're on a well. We talked about beard too. We did talk about beard. Okay, so we're kind of doing. I talked about Willowan also. Willowan, that was top of mind for sure. So Iowa Iowa State. That's in the books. They talked about hey, should they do a home and home or home and away every year? Dresser said he would be well, down, but 
Yeah, I kind of like year, that it's just one. I kind of like one a year. Yeah, m- make it matter. Like that way, there's no like. Do I want to see it again? Yes, obviously, but it just wouldn't have the same. In, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cachet or import or yeah, like an importance tension. You know, everything rides on this, and they're not in the same conference, so they yeah. don't even see each other a lot. Like yeah. this is when um, you have to get it done. Well, the, I mean, Iowa State doesn't really lose anyone that notable this year, and Iowa loses Murin, Spencer, and Warner. So, Woods. I mean, next year could no, be Woods really is back. Oh, he has one more year after mm-hmm. this? Okay. I know he's 23. They lose three, three really important pieces right there. Mm-hmm. They lose, lose Coleman uh, at 184. Oh, Marcus Coleman. No, yeah. yeah. They've got a lot of 74, 80 uh, type of dudes, so I, I think they'll probably have someone get – probably not Coleman level, but – they should have a guy. Yeah. Okay, where do we want to go now? Should we Cliff Keen Las Vegas happen? Gotta go oh. Vegas, but we're, we're not. We don't have time. Let's push push good. Vegas to tomorrow. No, we gotta talk some. Uh, yeah, it's we only nine twenty five. It's nine twenty five, and we started freaking late, so we can go a little long too. Okay. We we owe the people. We owe it to ourselves. I uh, I wanted to get into the weeds, you know, Vegas and everything that comes out of we it. We will. I don't know if we can do that. And well, we'll get we'll get into the weeds. Minutes. Okay. Okay, well, weed number one, Colton Schultz lost to AJ Neville. That was very. Uh, Keith Cuthbert is crying well, right now. Why? He is number one Colton Schultz fan because he who, just who loves big was? massive dudes. He's, Keith hmm? Keith Cuthbert. Oh. <laughs> hard. He loves Colton Schultz, uh, but he might like AJ Neville's now. But Neville's then triple. The Neville's went. He went uh, semi slide. Yeah, he did. So, and Schultz forfeited out after this. Or did he wrestle there one match? So he many wrestled one match, defeated Lee Harrington, and then forfeited out. What'd you say, Ben? The seven place matches, there was more forfeits than there was wrestling matches. Yeah. It was that annoying. Happens. Yeah, that happens. Uh, so that was, that was being, you know, we were kind of deprived of, you know, we would have seen Davis, Davison versus Schultz. That would have been interesting. And then potentially Schultz versus Paris again. Or da- As it stood, we got Davison uh, versus Paris, which was a good match. But Mason wound up winning that one. Some good, nice exchanges there. Um, but that was, that was pretty much the story at, 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 one t- or at heavyweight. Yeah, I mean, that affects – that really affects uh, – um, CD. Schultz is not going to be the number one seed at Nationals now. I mean, I think it just comes down that that's a huge factor there. Um, and then he didn't talk about the great American hero, Wyatt Hendrickson. He beat up Big Slav in a great quarterfinals match. Uh, and then he came back and he actually, uh, unfortunately, it must have, it must have been, uh, you know, a state secret, but he, he injury defaulted out of the third place match. Yeah, that's cl- <laughs> classified documents. Because that would, he wouldn't have done that normally. He would have had Big Slav again. Yes. Hmm. You don't get it. You're, there's no benefit to being the same guy twice. This is I true. Know, I hate that. No, that. That's cowardly. Coward stuff. Well, this is there goes your hero. Wow. Well, he better. That's what I'm saying. It better have been like a state secret why he couldn't wrestle. You know, he's on a mission somewhere. Versus, yeah, just, he could have been on a mission. He was guy. definitely on the award stand. Mm. <laughs> but the mission could have taken. It could have been a, a Vegas-based mission where he had to just go. This is true. He had to neutralize a threat. While he was supposed to be yeah. wrestling, and then got back in time for the podium, which is what you would do if you didn't want people to know you were doing a top secret mission. This is true. It is true. 
Read a book. Uh, yeah, Neville's looked great against Colton Schultz, but then, like you said, he semi-slid. He lost to, uh, uh, who was it, Davison, then Slavikuski, then Gordon, three in a row. Mm-hmm. He had so he beat Colton Schultz in his red shirt year and Colton Schultz's red shirt year. So really, really at Midlands. So maybe there's just he's got the book on him, which he did, kind of. I mean, he executed a good game plan. Tyrell Gordon kind of had a weekend. He beat he beat Orndorff and AJ Nevels. You and I had a good weekend. They They, did. They They had Apple as a finalist. Bisco came storming back on the backside. It was their highest finish ever as a team. Really at CKLV. Mm-hmm. Nice work. Certainly, that's also true for South Dakota State. The Jackrabbits oh got third. Nice. They had the most placers. They had eight guys on the podium at Vegas. They went from yeah. 10 points and zero placers at this tournament three years ago Yep. to this performance this year. Impressive stuff by Co- Coach Han. Coach Han's killing it. Those guys wrestled hard. Um, and honestly, you, you look at it, and they, they kind of left – excuse me. They left some, some points out there. They had opportunities to even climb a little bit Boy. higher there. How about my man Tanner Cook pinning Carson Crosso, but then that finals performance? Oof! <laughs> like he's gonna send it no matter what. He's just gonna send it. It was it was Live wild. by the sword, die by the sword. Come on, he sent himself. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> I never, I've never thought of Julian Ramirez as like short and stocky. But I don't know. In the finals, he looked kind of short and stocky. Am I like he's a little short and stocky? Have you, guys, you, you guys feel like he's short and stocky? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never yeah. felt that way about him in the finals. I'm like, oh my god, he's so short and stocky. I like my height, maybe even. Yeah. I think he's a little shorter, maybe even in between you and me. Yeah, he might be. I'm very tall. The goat. <laughs> yeah, Andy everybody Sm- is very tall compared to me. The goat. Andy Smith beat Tanner Sloan, and then Tanner Harvey beat Andy Smith, and then Trumbull beat Harvey in the finals. I thought 97 was pretty. I mean, the, the one of the bigger stories was Hoffman losing to Silas Allred. Nebraska back to back to back. They freaking love Vegas. They love Vegas, but also it's not just that. When you think about what, think about the conversation we were having after that North Dakota State duel, and then talking about the team they they were having, the No Ridge Love It, and you're like, oh man, this is gonna be a tough year for Nebraska, and they freaking won Vegas. They were. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, Brian, Brian Snyder, he told me Silas Aldred and Lenny Pinto were going to be really good. And then I, I wanted they both lost in that duel, I think. Um, or they, or they lost wrestle. maybe to other people. And I thought, Brian, I thought Brian lied to me because Brian's usually pretty spot on when he tells me something. And uh, uh, man, then he beat Trey Munoz and he, 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 you know, he was in the match with John Lowe when John Lowe got hurt. Um, he did kind problems. of have a semi-slide, though. The, and the match against Kekeisen, he got he got majored, but that first period was very competitive. There's some really – he had some nice moments despite not being able to score any points off of it. I, I thought he actually looked pretty good against Kekeisen. Oh. Especially he, he lost to Sam Abdul Razak of Army. That was the one where I saw him. And I'm like, yeah. what is going on here? Yeah, that's a little strange. Um, this is a discussion we had in Vegas – do you consider bringing Ridge back now? No. CP said no. I said maybe you do because if Ridge is back, you can make a push for a team trophy. And I think this is. I don't know. I, let's, I, let's, I'm telling you, get it done. this is. And, and listen, this is. They they cannot win a trophy. I don't even think with Ridge. I think it would be an extremely extremely long shot. I I think so too. But I think 
this is your year to make a push. Why? Who? Okay, so they lose Labriola this year, and that's isn't that the only one they lose? That that's huge points. It's huge points, but if you think of all these guys get better in the next year, they only lose a singular person, and then they gain Ridge, and you know another year. Also, you look at they took fifth last year. They were one spot away from a team trophy last yeah. year, and they stayed the same at twenty five. No, they, they lost a bunch of points. They lost Vens and uh, Schultz. That's huge points. Yes, and but someone they, else. Oh, and who else? Did Christian Lance. But now look at Brock Hardy. That's an upgrade from Chad Red, who didn't All American last year, and now and Chad Red. That's four well, huge hold guys on. they lost last year. Brock Hardy is not an upgrade. Stop. It's not an upgrade yet. He could place, and Chad Red didn't place last year. But that, you can't say right now he's an upgrade. Forty-one is that's in shambles. Well, that's and, why. And and we don't. But we don't know where where it's look, gonna. He lost. To, he was majored, I think, by Drogomiller like three weeks. He ago. got. He lost ten four to Drogomiller, and he lost nine seven to Ryan Jack. Oh, I looked it up. Yeah. So he's he's good. I mean, listen, I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but you can't just say, yeah, he's better than. He's going to do better than Chad yeah, Red, who has been was fantastic in March uh, historically. Hey, does Peyton Rob graduate this year? No, I don't think so. No, he he has one more year left. I don't know if he's going to graduate so, yeah, or not. But if eligibility keep, has one more year. Keep Reg in red shirt for sure. I think I think I think it would be kind of going back on. I, you just don't you don't change the plan. You can't be just and, fly, fly by night like yes, that. Yes, I agree. But you enter. I at least entertained it. CP shut it down immediately. I don't think I'll say this. I don't think that's I'll being entertained that. at all. I don't think there's any scenario. And then you're kind of wasting a year because Ridge has not yeah. been preparing to be the guy. He's been preparing for right. For Can next he get year. back to the finals? Yeah, and yeah. it's like I know he made the finals last year, but that, that's not a guarantee uh, this year. You know, I mean, he could. He'd probably <laughs> be the pick, but. I just think you let him get better and then de- develop him. Maybe I just wanted to see Nebraska win a team trophy this year. Maybe you did. Maybe you did. And it is interesting because you look at the – I feel really certain in the top two, Penn State and Iowa in that order, and maybe some won't feel as confident in Iowa getting second. I do. But the 3-4 spot, it's really a dealer's choice. Uh, I think there are a lot of teams, and that is – I can see cyclones, cyclones, cyclones. Mizzou's Mizzou, Mizzou. <laughs> Mizzou, yep. they're they're definitely up there. They're gonna be Man, I attention. <laughs> Jacoby White's gonna is, is Mizzou hater Christian Pyle's gonna cry up. again. Um well, where are the big points coming from for Missouri? Rocky, Rocky number and one Keegan. Tool number one. Yes. Yep. Continue. Um Okay, Brock Mahler's just outside All American range right now. Peyton Mako's just outside All American range. Uh, Zach Elam, same thing. So they're gonna need to punch some of those guys in. They get two in the finals, and then they punch some of those other guys. I mean, Alan Hart's right outside also, um, and I think certain maybe as well. Yeah. So I I think so much is hinging. Well, also I do think Keegan's gonna win and probably score twenty five yeah. points, and Rocky Elam maybe will score twenty points. It was a close one with Hall. Hall made him earn that win. Ah, uh, yes, it did. Yeah, that was a, that was a wild match. That was really wild. A couple exchanges there. Um, you know, 
Peyton Hall definitely matches up well. I said that he matched up well. Ben disagreed. I think he's really just good also. Like, he's not, it's not just a good matchup. Like, he's actually really good. I think he's someone who has gotten, like, a lot better. You know, we talk about – sometimes we talk about who improves and who stays the same. If you look at, like, his – I believe he wrestled as a true freshman because it was COVID year, I, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, when he was, like, okay. And then last year, obviously, he got on the All-American podium – and then this year, I think he's gotten even better. Yeah. So now, now you think about um, looking at so last year's team scores. The fourth place was sixty-six and a half points. Yeah. And you, th- if you think you know, Missouri might two more get Americans out of the five that could get him on there. I, I have a hard time. I mean, maybe Mahler, but Alan Hart. I feel like I mean, maybe. Been... I mean, Christian. There, there's a whole bunch of guys who are just right outside. There's five or six of them, and then. And then the other guys who are even a little further ben, if out. I, if I if we were talking about a different team, you would be like, these are guys that have been outside and they've remained outside. And well, no, Mahler's actually been on the podium twice. Yeah, Mahler, yes, but like Allen and Noah and you know some of those guys, they they just kind of been they're kind of been gatekeeper types of wrestlers who yeah. can get an isolated really good win, but <clears throat> putting it all together has been tough. But yeah, Missouri's definitely they're going to have a lot of bullets. Going, they're probably going to get all ten, ten, ten qualifiers again, and they and they kind of have a lot of pinners too. So you know, if you think like say Zach Elam, even if he say doesn't get on the podium, but he gets two pins, that's going to be you know five points. Mako's going to get a couple pins, even if he doesn't get on the podium, that's another five points. You know, and that if if we have forty five out of Rocky and Keegan, those points start adding up real quick. Yeah, they do, and it it could be one of those. Tournaments were a, a lower score. I like to look the last 10 years, like what's the lowest fourth place score we've had? Um, 66 seems kind of low. I mean, that's... I don't but I mean, I've seen... Well, there's been tournaments where under 100 points has won it. Um, yeah, for, for sure. But like Arizona State literally had less than half of what Penn State scored and they got a trophy. I feel like that's kind of... I, I feel like that's kind of the way it goes. I, I, you know, because fourth place... Usually, I feel like maybe there's one or two good teams, like, but I feel like it's very rare where the third place team is close to the first place team. Yeah, you're right. We should yeah. we, we should just do a quick uh, after the show, like quick crunch of the Quant top division. four team scores. Yep, Quant division. Quant division. You're on it. They're on it. Actually, it would be pretty easy because you just do a Google sheet and you list like the ten years, first, second, third, fourth place, and then you do like a average, you know, of, of all the columns or all the rows. Mm-hmm. Don't be revealing quant division secrets now. Yeah, listen, <laughs> that's that's proprietary. They can't understand how we calculate mean, median, mode, and range here. <laughs> uh, those are big words for someone who doesn't know how to read. <laughs> read. <laughs> Got him. I can read, and also Uh-oh. that's math. But also, I'm way worse at math than I am reading. <laughs> Um, okay. All right. Hold on. Let's go back to CKLV. Um, Let us. Ohio State really had a terrible tournament. And that, you know, Carson Carts was somebody we talked about. He, I don't know why he stuck with a head outside shot. If you're, if you're wrestling Kara Cook, don't shoot a head outside shot. It doesn't turn out well. He loves, he's got such a good, we, we call it honey badger. You call it high flyer. You call it a lot of things. He's so good there. Yeah, that was. You, you knew he was in some danger there and uh, put put him over, but yeah, not a good performance uh, for Ohio State. Hoffman, Smith, and Orndorff all did not place. Um, Mendez did not wrestle. Gallagher did not wrestle. Carson Karchla was the one seed. I'm pretty sure he got eighth. 
D'Amelio. D'Amelio got eighth. Romero lost to Hunter Bullen, who he'd beaten twice already this year. Heinzelman yep. gets tilted by Unger, just still struggling underneath. Sasso, yeah. though, was ridiculous. He killed looked everyone. Good. Looked really good. He looked really good. And tournaments are What's always... What's up with um, Ethan Smith? I feel like prior to this year was a super consistent performer, like rarely lost to guys that he shouldn't have that were maybe below his level. And he'd been kind of continuing to get a little better every year. And then this year, now he's taking a few losses where, you know, I guess focus good, but focus on a guy who's kind of been up and down-ish. Um, and then he defaulted out after that. Yeah, I'm not crazy shocked by Foca over Smith. Uh, I, I wasn't want, able to watch that match live but eight to four yeah uh, is a little bit surprising got, i think it was it is it three takedowns and two escapes or was it two takedowns and some back points um, i remember i watched the match i'm trying to remember what exactly happened three takedowns three takedowns Foca. and Foca, he was so close against makai lewis too i thought yeah, he had a really nice really tournament was. um and it, it it entering that final it did give me some pause for Makai against Labriola. I was like, man, this is definitely going to be a match. And I felt like Makai had some really nice flurries that I thought he would normally finish, but he wasn't able to convert. Labriola's tough in there. He's, I mean, he's, he's got a really – he has one of the better leg passes in college wrestling, the, his ability to get back to that leg, because he almost got it. was in the first period he almost got one too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. He's good there. He's really quick and rolls through and then pops up. Like, you know, he does the leg pass plus the roll through plus like sits up on him. Like all of it happens like really snappy. So definite shift, you know, because I, I'm pretty sure when we did our tiers, we kind of put Starachi and Makai sort of in their own yeah. with Labriola sort of on his own and then the rest of the field. But now do you, so is Carter on his own? Yep. I was just going to say, is Labriola up or is it now Makai goes down? I think Labriola's up. Labriel is up with Makai, obviously. That well, match- um, like I'm saying now, is tier one just Carter? Yes. Okay. I think so. It's not a Mike. Yeah, he gets won by Ryan Carter. You ain't getting your tier. own tier if you're for, you're not getting an island on effing riding time. He's on an island. There's no islands given on effing riding time, Christian. I will take this island. I don't away. think I-, I will fill in the gaps. I will I will bring a barge with sand on it and I will fill in. Whatever island hole you think there is, I'm, it's I'm right time. Doesn't get an island. I'm okay. with Ben. It's a three-person tier one, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah, I, that's right. You're right. Yeah. But then, then there's just part of me that just like you can still have a favorite in a tier, like a, a pick that you are gonna like that most people will yeah, he's pick. On, but it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Mike, yeah, um, is a thing. Holy moly! I didn't realize you guys had Foca all the way down at 23 in your rankings before this week. Yeah, he's 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 one where the the potential and what you see in him hasn't always aligned with how he's been ranked. Um, Who did he lose to this year? No, no one other than Makai. He lost to Makai. That's it. But he also had he had a rough finish last year, and he also hasn't beaten. Yeah. Any, had not beaten anyone of note he, this year, and he got hurt in was it the Harvard duel? He got hurt. He got off to a good start last year. And then he got hurt and was just not the same coming back. So I, he got hurt in the rankings a lot by his poor finish last year. But yeah, you know, the, he'll be back yeah. up in the top ten uh, in the updated rankings this week. 
Yeah. What do you do with yeah, Ethan Smith? He because he's lost to Lennox Wolak and he lost to Foca. And then I guys, I hate the injury default out. And I'll tell you one, I just I just watched because and it makes me especially hate the fact that you don't count them as losses. Luan was losing 10-0 to to um Ed Scott and he yep. defaulted out. Like yep. um it that is uh, an example where it you know it's not great, but I you can't count injury default when Ed Scott notorious pinner could have pinned. Could have pinned him. No, 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 no. no. Or will Luan? I mean, Luan is not notorious <laughs> pinner, bro. He ain't scored more than three points. He sure shit ain't getting the ten. Hey, you saw Call him it. put up double digits twice. This was a new yeah. Luan. Yeah, he did. You're right. He did. Yeah, I, I, I mean, if the NCAA changes their stance on it, then uh, maybe we we would too. But. Uh, it is just so preposterous because in a match like that, and you're down ten zero, you're like, wow. And maybe, I, maybe I, he got probably got a little ding, like he just didn't totally fabricate it. But it's like, what's my impetus to continue? Yeah, the, the problem with the rule is, and it's not our rule; it is our rankings policy. But it's not the 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 problem with the rule is, man, you can just if you know there's no path back, you can just injury default out, and mm-hmm. you, it's less of a thing. So, yeah, that does hurt Ed Scott, who I thought had a great tournament, and he wrestled Peyton Robb as well as he, he ever has. Rob, That's the match I thought we were going to see in the duel yes. at the beginning of the year. Rob and then, killed him in the duel. Yeah, Rob killed him in the duel, and so Rob was my pick to win this weight. Um, I thought I thought it was going to be similar to the duel against Ed Scott again, but Peyton Robb, especially now with Brayton Lee going down, he, he's very much title contender. That old contender. I mean, it's like Brayden, one of the favorites. Guys, Brayden Lee did yeah. not look good against Chief Feller. No, he didn't. I didn't think he did either, Ben. Um, no, and and if you're John Smith, uh, why on God's green earth are you going to make Caden Chief Feller go why? to 49? Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Do it. It's He's so dumb. Good. Just let him let him go. You know, I, for God's sake. The, the Oklahoma State is the only team where I could I can remember them like. Working guys down in weight classes during the year, but it's it's happened sort of consistently for them. Yeah, um, and, I, I, and honestly, Vujovich at forty nine and Sheets at sixty five is better than any other lineup they're going to have in there. So it's better for the individual and it's better for the team. It's just like it's completely insane. Yeah, now with a win over Brayton Lee, the, it's unlikely, in my opinion, that he's going to be able to notch a win of that caliber probably at forty nine between yes. now and whatever he can make one forty nine, which. We should find out what he weighed in here. Did he weigh in light and beat Brayton Lee? That would be insane. Here, let me see if I can find out. Yeah, um, because, I mean, the other thing is, obviously, at, you know, if he is working himself down, the first two matches down to the next weight class are going to be hard, so you're likely to have some not-as-great performances. So to your point about beating other good guys and seeding, and none of these matches at 57 count for a seeding at 49. So it's just like, what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. So, G gonna climb the rankings some more and 57 is another interesting weight where i don't i don't, I don't know how it's does. gonna play out um maybe yeah, monday just at, it done yeah one's at two and ed scott's at 12 right now so that's gonna flip a little bit well can it yeah luan will fall he lost to kendall coleman because he lost to kendall coleman yes but it won't the scott he also win. lost to Ed Scott. Yeah. He certainly didn't win. 
Um, took an oath. He took an oath. To not predict the outcome of matches, only take results into account. Yeah. Wait. Oh, wait. Why didn't Andonian wrestle? Uh, well, Virginia Tech didn't wrestle a couple of their guys. Um, okay. No Kenson, no Andonian. Yeah. Damn. And he was out with injury. So. Okay. Shoot. It was always the plan because Coach Roby said, yeah, we're not sending the full squad to, to Vegas. It'll be – we'll have some starters out. It was good to see Makai, though. It yeah. Didn't play out for him. It's but... probably, well, it's probably good for Makai to experience that, though, yeah. too, you know? You, you, want, you want to take that loss now versus in March. Yeah. So, uh, good job. Good job at that way. 57 was, was wild. 41 was crazy as can be. And I think oh, if yeah. you looked at that, it, when you saw that – there had to be a one seed at this this bracket, but when Matten was the one, you're like, okay, there can be total chaos here, and that's exactly what happened. Yep. Hardy pins Matten. Hardy goes on to win this tournament. He's a strong son of a gun and uh, really performed well at a really fun way. I, I think Kale Happel is really good. Yes. And, and can make waves at this weight as well. Now he's got two wins over Clay Carlson. He does. He does. Yep. Beat D'Amelio, too. Mm-hmm. It was it was a good performance by him. It was a it was a really fun weight class. I thought Ryan Jack did a good job as well. Um, yeah, that was Man, fun. Oh my gosh, Vince Cornella. Probably right. it was like the ninetieth most interesting thing. But Cornella looked like he had <laughs> Carlson beat. He had this beautiful attack, and then I think it was like a duck, and he came up tight body lock, and he ended up just like sort of pulling. Carlson on top of him and gave gave up the the takedown. It was it was wild. Um, but huh. Cornell is right there with these guys too. He's he's good. He did lose to Phileas on the backside. He came back and wrestled. Yeah. Um, and then Phileas went on to lose to Crook. But Crook who hmm. continues to be pretty freaking good. Um, yeah. How did he finish up? Fifth or sixth? Yeah. Um, fifth. He, yeah, he lost. Carlson forfeited out. Bad. Okay, that's notable. Yeah, Carlson was limping a bunch after, afterwards. Um, dang. So, well, we didn't get all of Cliff King. We should do some questions, right? We can do question uh, mega show tomorrow. Mega question show Wednesday. No, we don't show tomorrow. Oh, we yeah, show Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, I feel possible. like we should go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. I feel like Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, because I feel like Monday, Wednesday, Thursday is a little strange. Oh, my God. Ah! I just watched that highlight that you were talking about. What was he doing? What was he doing? Oh, God. Um, hey, I feel like we should kind of go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, because I feel like today we are wanting to talk more because we're like, oh, we're not going to be able to get talking until Wednesday. I also said this you know, is the craziest the- regular season weekend ever. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't- and if we could talk tomorrow and then Thursday could be like our intro, our preview for the upcoming weekend. So Monday, Tuesday could be recap, and then Thursday could be the preview of the next weekend. Yeah, well, we're not going to do that. I'm free tomorrow morning if you guys are. Yeah, I'm not. That's the main, That's one of the reasons. Ooh. Tuesday's a freaking stupid day for me. Way too many meetings. Uh, and I don't think it makes a difference. And Shane Sparks Wednesday. I would never lose. I would never want to lose Sparks that. Shane Sparks Um. Well, they put they put Shane's uh, Max Murin love on full display. Oh, the music's playing. I don't, I don't know what's happening. He's kicking us out. We're, <laughs> they, we're getting the playoff. Are they playing us out? Yeah, we're getting played like, out. Like we're an octogenarian receiving a lifetime achievement award at the Oscars. They're playing us out. <laughs> hey, um, I, I want people to call in 
No questions. I just want hot takes uh, from this weekend. Hot takes only. So, Colin, you can give me your wildest, hottest takes. I had a point. That'd be fun. And then we can roast them. But then we can roast them, J.D. Exactly. I remember what I was going to say. Max Murin, they can't stop me from talking. They can play the music all they want. They can crank it up on me. But they said on the Big Ten Network, they're like, and there's Max Murin, the man our Shane Sparks thinks is going to win or can win the national title at 149. I was like, oh, man. (laughs) Now it's hitting the, the the national airwaves, Shay. That's the wildest take of all. That's a, it's up there. I think it was the wildest take where he said he didn't know if he wanted Max Murin or Ryan Deacon to be his daughter's husband. Yeah. Or, no, but Jack Medley, top five. That's <laughs> yeah, it. That, that one, I'll give you a guy. Top top five. That one did not eight, did not take long that to not And when I say take. top five, I mean fifth. Jack Medley. That's all all-time right. bad take. Oh, my God. All right. I've had worse. Maybe. Eh, Maybe not. We'll see. Thanks so much. We will be back Wednesday with Shane. And you, hopefully. Hey, let's go. And hopefully back on our socials. Try to get that squared away. Thanks a lot, guys. See ya.